Welcome to Revive Her, a transformative space where we break down walls to unearth the incredible power that lies within every woman. We're your hosts, Haley and Noel. Dive into candid conversations about entrepreneurship, faith, and relationships, and the journeys that define us. Whether you're a woman who's walking the path of self-discovery or someone who desperately needs to feel understood, Revive Her is your safe space to learn, heal, and grow. Are you ready? Buried in a small town doctrine that preaches being a housewife and serving your husband, we disrupted the norm and never regretted it. We're going to talk about how Haley and I found the belief in ourselves to become entrepreneurs. So I'm really excited to talk about this because this is a question that I hear a lot. And I know it's probably a question that you hear a Mm -hmm. lot as well. Um, Maybe you were on the fence and you're like, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to start my business, but I don't believe in myself. I'm struggling with self-doubt and I need to know, I need some inspiration on becoming an entrepreneur. So I want to take you guys back to a story. I was actually at an event. We were in Nashville, Tennessee, and I had an event, a work event that Haley came with me to. And I remember being in my hotel room and I was speaking in front of like 2000 people and I was panicking and I was pacing that hotel back and forth and just getting prepared and all of this. And it was like in the middle of my panic, I knew that Haley was struggling in her career and I knew that she was unhappy. And I looked at her just in the middle of all this, just sheer panic. I remember I looked, I remember I looked at you and I was like, do I look like, do I look fat in this outfit? And <laughs> yes. I was like, pan- I was like, oh my gosh, I look fat in this I'm outfit. I like, no, calm down. And then it just hit me. Haley needs inspiration. Like there's a bigger plan for Haley. And I just looked at her in that hotel room and I remember telling her, you're made for more. Mm-hmm. And there is a whole big world out there that is waiting on you on social media. And I believe she's organized, like she's well put together. She's definitely the calm to my crazy. So (laughs) I feel like I knew that she had what it takes to work online and to have this just booming business because what she has inside of her is rare. And I remember I looked at her and I was like, you could be super successful. And then we rushed off to this event, but it planted that seed. So I want Haley to kind of tell her story of how that seed grew into where she is now in her story. Yeah. So I have to give credit to Noelle because she legit is like the reason that I am where I am today because of that moment, the seed was planted. And then we had more conversations after that. So I, at this point in time, I hadn't had social media I want to say for maybe like five to six years. She was anti-social media. (laughs) I was. I hated. Well, prior to that, I was in the the social media web of checking it all the time. And I was like, this isn't healthy. So anyway, so I was like social media list living as a ghost online for five to six years. And I absolutely loved it. So I was asking, well, like I see you showing up online all the time. Like I can't do that. Like I don't want to do that. So I was just asking her like, what are these different avenues? And she was telling me about people in her industry that needed virtual assistance. And If you, again, refer back to episode one, I was also not just unhappy in my career. I was in a very like depressed spot in my personal life and I wanted to quit my job. Like I wanted to just like kind of hide in my house at the peak of 
my suicidal moments, I also found out that I was pregnant for the first time. And this is kind of the, what sparked the whole, okay, I'm starting a business. So I find out that I'm pregnant. I start freaking out because it wasn't planned, (laughs) but we had wanted, like we had been praying about it. Um, and I was like, okay, I can't, I can't like work and be gone from my baby. I want to raise my kids. So I want to be home. So this is, it's now or never. And like Noel's words were playing in my mind of like, you're meant for more. You can, you could rule the online space. So I was like, okay, this is my chance to learn how to work from home, build a business so I can build something for my baby. Uh, I would go to work Actually, I would get up and work for like two to three hours before I went to my job, learning about the online space, how it was to be a VA. And then I would go to work and on my break, I would learn more and then I would get home from work and then I would spend it till 11 p.m. learning Mm -hmm. how to have an online business. And I I did this for months until I figured, you know, I got my feet. I started taking clients on the side as a virtual assistant while still working my regular job. I'm working all day and all night to build a side business. And then one night I go to bed and I start cramping so bad. I've never, never cramped like this before. So I get up and I go to the bathroom and I'm just gushing blood. And anybody that's been pregnant, you know that mm-hmm. like you do not want to be gushing blood while yeah, you're pregnant. The biggest fear. Yes. Uh, so I naturally start freaking out. I'm yelling for my husband to come in there. We rush to the ER And after a long night, we find out that my pregnancy is ectopic and I had to have emergency surgery because if you know anything about ectopic pregnancies, like they are very uh, dangerous for the mother, the baby is not viable. Like it's growing outside of your uterus. Mm -hmm. So it was a really, really bad time for me, but I didn't let that stop me. So we did lose the baby. I had to have surgery, but in the midst of this, I was like, okay, I feel like I was supposed to do this and I wanted to build an empire for my baby. So now I'm going to get to work even harder. That way I have something built when it does happen. So even though it was like the most painful, I just came out, came out of a season of depression. I was suicidal. I had this newfound like drive in me because of therapy to get better. I was like, okay, God, this is my chance. Like you gave me a baby. I'm starting a business. So I thought this was like, exactly where I was supposed to be. And then we lose it. And then I could have fallen back into that and been like, well, I'm not, I can't do it. I'm not worth it. But I was like, no, I'm going to take this. I'm going to work harder and I'm going to already have something built when I do get pregnant. So that was my main motivation is saying like, I can do this for my future baby. So fast forward, I'm working on the side, trying to take clients, working in my business. And I finally get to a point where I ha- I'm making about the same on the side as I was in my nine to five. And I just decided to take a leap and I was like, okay, I'm quitting my job and mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to do it. I, I, and again, Noel's words were like ringing yeah. in my head. I'm like, okay, for the first time in my life, I feel like I'm made for more. So I quit my job. And then shortly after that, I uh, had discovered copywriting, which is what my agency is now, a copywriting agency. Fell in love with it. So passionate about it because I've always been a writer. I love the psychology of the brain. Mm -hmm. So I pivoted, created an agency. And here I am two years later. I've worked with major brands like Dove, cast members of The Real Housewives. I've written for uh, some employees of the White House. It's been insane 
And it's only been two years since I started my agency. And God did that. Like, yes, absolutely. He used you to plant the seed. He used my therapist to help me get healthy and yeah, believe in yeah. myself enough to put the work in. But I want to say this is it wasn't easy. I was working around the clock 24 seven mm-hmm. to build. I was in therapy working on the broken, crushed parts of me. And I was having to like consistently keep my mind tame, but I did it. And mm-hmm. I worked hard and I'm here now. And I have the most confidence I've ever had in my entire life. That sounds cliche, but it it just is true. Yeah. You turn that pain into purpose and power in your career, but also in your life. I've yeah. watched you do it and it's just so inspirational, but I feel like that your story can resonate and inspire so mm-hmm. many people mm-hmm. because of the loss that mm-hmm. you suffered, but you didn't quit. You didn't lay down. And it's not about how many times you fall down. It's about how many times you get back up mm-hmm. and you're a true testimony of that. Mm-hmm. So through all of that and through you starting your business, I want you to talk about it being hard. Mm. Has it always been easy? Has it always been success? Has it always been a mountaintop season? Like take us to that moment too. And some of those moments, because I want people to understand that entrepreneurship isn't all butterflies and rainbows. It's not all wins. Is it ever butterflies and rainbows? (laughs) (laughs) You're saying that. I'm like, I don't know if it ever is butterflies and rainbows. Maybe like, you know, a day a year. I don't know. But I feel like this is something that people, when they get into the thick of being an entrepreneur, they're like, this is not what I signed up for. I think. I might get roasted for saying this, but I, I I believe this way. You're welcome to disagree, but I don't think anyone can be an entrepreneur. I think it you have to have a certain drive. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to, un, you have to understand that it is going to be hard. You are going to, air quote, fail. Yes. You're going to make mistakes. And if you, Ooh, yeah. if you don't have the drive to keep going in those moments, you're never going to make it as an entrepreneur. You're just not. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people that don't have that in them. So that's why I say, I don't think everyone's meant to be an entrepreneur. You have to have a very specific something inside of you that keeps you going because it is freaking hard. Yes. It is not easy. I spent, like I said, I spent so much time, like so much that I felt bad that I was like neglecting my husband because I was like always working, trying to build. Mm -hmm. You do get to a point where you finally have built this foundation and then you can coast a little bit more. You feel more comfortable with the process, Mm -hmm. the strategies, you learn all the things you need. There's still a lot of hard work involved. It's just not as much. You get your systems down better, so to speak, but it's hard. There's a lot that comes against you because you're the marketer, you are over operations, mm-hmm. you're over finances, you're over everything. You are a person that holds 52 hats mm-hmm. until you get to a point that you can hire a team. And it's not for the faint of heart. And no. I'm not, and I want to say if I can do it, anyone can do it. Because <laughs> again, if you like go back to episode one, I fully believed that I had nothing to offer, that I was talentless, mm-hmm. that I sucked at everything. Like I had absolutely no belief in myself, but I pulled myself out of that and I've built something that I'm really proud of. And I, if I can do it, anyone can, if I can find that within myself, I think anyone can do it, but you have to find that deep down in you. You have to pull Mm -hmm. that out of you. You have to hit rock bottom Mm -hmm. to find the fire inside of you. 
I feel like it's not something that you have because you have had a great life and because you've won, but it's in that moment when you hit rock bottom that you have nothing left and you're like, I'm going to make this happen. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do whatever it takes to make it happen. And something about me and finding that belief in being an entrepreneur is I remember I was 18 years old and this is telling my age, but (laughs) I used to love to watch makeup tutorials on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Like, do you remember people? I mean, it was like two hour makeup looks on YouTube. And I was 18 years old. I was sitting in the floor of my apartment. And I remember I looked at my husband, Drew, and I was like, I want to be a YouTuber. Like my dream job is I want to do makeup on YouTube. And I said, but I'm not good enough. Mm. And that dream died right there because power of the words. Yes. I did not pursue my career until 10 years later. I was 28 years old. So 10 years went by that I wanted it so bad, but I didn't believe in myself then, Mm -hmm. you know, and I do believe if I had started then I would have never made it to where Mm -hmm. I am now because I wasn't ready. I wasn't prepared. But when I hit that 28 years old and I had my first baby and I was the same as you, Mm -hmm. man, I have got to do something to provide for my family. Mm -hmm. And I was working at the DMV at the time. And if you know, you know how DMV (laughs) workers are, right? We're miserable. We get, get, they get a bad rap. Like everyone at the DMV is miserable, but people at the DMV are miserable because people who walk into the DMV are miserable. Okay. So I was working that job in the DMV though. And I was like, I have to get out of here. Like, and no hate to my DMV workers. I love you all. Like that is hard work. But for me, I was like, I am meant for more. You're crumbling inside. It's like, man, I am meant for more. Like I am meant to share my talents and I'm meant to share my gifts. And I just felt God pulling me out. And just like you, Mm -hmm. you said that you just quit your job. I went into my job one day and I just felt it like today is the day. I didn't like the vibe. I didn't Mm -hmm. like the energy. And I was like, today's the day. And I quit that day. And I offered to work a two weeks notice and they were like, no, it's fine. You don't have to. And I literally remember I was driving down the road on the way to pick my babies up from daycare. And I said, God, if you just make a way for me, I will show up for you every single day. Mm -hmm. And this was four years ago. And I've done that for four years. I can honestly say I've shown up every single day. And that's what it takes as an entrepreneur, not just showing up when you feel like it, Mm -hmm. not just showing up when you feel good or when things are going good, but pressing on and pressing through the Mm -hmm. hard times. And I made that promise to God that day. And that is a promise that I keep every single day. And I truly believe that's why I've seen the success and I've done the things, Mm -hmm. but listen, I have failed. I have had failed businesses. I have had to close businesses. I've had these big dreams and I've watched them come to life and then I've watched them just die too, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think that's a part of it. It's a roller coaster ride, but it is a fire that is inside of you. I also want to say, don't wait until you fully believe in yourself because I think sometimes that could not happen. You, or, or at least for me, I can only speak from my own experience. I started it with a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like, oh, I believe I can do this. I'm so great. I'm going to form a business. Like that's right. not what happened. Like right. I was literally in the depths of depression. Mm-hmm. I just lost my baby that I was really excited about our first pregnancy. Like mm-hmm. I was a really, really bad spot in my life. And 
I, I was trying to form a business in a the worst spot I've ever been in. So no, I didn't be like, oh, Haley, you can do this. Right. Like, I told myself, hey, like you, you can maybe do this. Like, why don't you try? That was my mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really fully believe in myself. I was working on it in therapy, but I did it anyway. So like, if you already have an inkling that you want to start a business or you want to be an, an entrepreneur, but you have that fear or you're not believing in yourself, do it anyway. Right. That, that big saying that we've all heard, do it scared. Yes. Do it scared. I, I, it's, I love it because mm-hmm. it's, it's the only way sometimes is to do it scared. And the worst that can happen, and this happened for me as I started out as a virtual assistant. And I think I was was it two or three months, Noel? And I was like, mm, this is not for me. Yes, like yes. even then I was like, I am meant for more. And it wasn't aligning with the God-given gifts in me as well. Mm-hmm. And that's also important to note is you'll feel the fire and the passion when it aligns with the gifts that God has placed inside of you yes, yes. via your personality, your what you enjoy. And I didn't enjoy administrative tasks for everybody else. Like that's, mm-hmm. I didn't find passion in that. It was just like like an extra paycheck and something new, but I found copywriting, which I love to write. And I've, I love to read. I've probably read thousands of books, like literally since I was learned to read as a kid and psychology, I love people and like how our brains work. And I was on fire when I discovered that. And when I pivoted into a copywriting agency, I knew I found my purpose Mm -hmm. and it feels like that every day and it's hard. And I have moments where I cry or I feel like (laughs) I failed a client or that I want to quit that happens. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you can feel those things and feel like you're walking in your purpose. And that's how I feel every day for the, for the first time. And I mean, it took me 30 years to feel that. Yeah. You're never, it's never too late to get started. And take just that little spark. It only takes a little spark Mm -hmm. to light a huge fire in your life. And I think that Haley and I both were testimonies of that, of just lighting that little spark and then just letting it burn in our life. I also want to say some practical things as well. Every person is going to have a different business in a different way that they become entrepreneurs, their process. It's going to be a different journey for everybody. So you have to find what works for you. Meaning you may not be the type of person that can work to grow your business and build it by working three hours before your nine to five, doing your nine to five, and then working till 11 PM. You have to find the balance and it might take you a year. It might take you two years to form your business and get it off the ground. And that's okay. So there's sometimes, and I even feel the pressure now, like when you look at all of these other people that are really successful, you think that you have to go or that you should be going from zero to a hundred when you start your business. And that's not realistic. It's going to be different for everybody. So like be practical, set practical time management, know what you can handle. If you have kids, if you're involved um, in your church, if you have other side things, if your kids play sports, that's going to leave you with very little time to do things, but it's okay. Like you have to go at your own pace. Yes. And don't be afraid to outsource because that's something I've struggled with for four years is like 
handing over the reins to anything in my business. And I remember being at a point where I was so overwhelmed with like messages. I was overwhelmed with like inquiries and things like that, that I couldn't keep up with it. So I shut down and then my business suffered. Mm -hmm. So I had to make that sacrifice of, okay, I need that virtual assistant. Mm -hmm. I need that person to help me. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. I am a control freak. (laughs) Like I am that person that I won't ask for help because I know I'll just do it myself. So I know it's done right. I'll just do it myself. But that is not a great entrepreneur mindset because Mm -hmm. we need help. And if you can just free your mind or free, you know, up those tasks that are weighing you down, you can scale your business to new heights. Mm -hmm. And my business scaled to new heights. This is, this is something that is going to happen maybe down the road for, for you. But for me, I needed this when I started six months in yeah, and I didn't do it. Mm -hmm. I did it myself. I did it myself. I did it myself. And I hit a wall. I burnt out and I was like, this is not for me. Yeah. But if I had just let go of control Mm -hmm. a little bit, outsourced and accepted the help. And I think that's a trauma response from childhood, like Mm -hmm. not accepting help, just doing it all by myself. I could have scaled my business a lot earlier. Yeah. So when you're starting to feel that overwhelm, make that sacrifice if you're able to in your business. That's the best advice I can give you when you're feeling those Mm -hmm. seasons of overwhelm. And speaking of help, lean on people, talk to people that encourage you. Like Noelle was there every step of the way, encouraging me. My husband was very encouraging. I had, I was fortunate enough to have a really good group around me, encouraging me because it sometimes gets hard and then you want to quit because you don't know what you're doing and it's taking longer than you think it should take. And all, all of the negative things happen. Mm -hmm. They will happen. Hear me when I say they will happen, but it's what you do when they happen and having that supportive circle that can speak life into you will, will help fan that flame and keep you going. You have to surround yourself with like-minded individuals. Yes. When you decide to become an entrepreneur, you better level up your friend group because Mm -hmm. your friend group, they're not all going to get it. They're not Mm -hmm. all going to understand. And that really can affect your mindset when you are surrounding yourself with people that don't get it. Mm -hmm. So I always tell people, sit with people who are doing better than you Yes, that you can learn from, that you can draw inspiration from. And as women, I feel like our natural like tendency is to be jealous, Mm -hmm. right? And we're sitting at these tables and we're jealous and we're comparing But at the end of the day, we need to be inspired by those people. Mm -hmm. So I always think like, what can I learn from her? Mm -hmm. What can I take from her? Mm -hmm. And surround yourself with people who are where you want to be that fit your future, not your past. Mm -hmm. And my my family, these years later, still don't know what I do. (laughs) If you ask them, hey, what's Haley doing right now? My dad will fumble. And he's like, I think she... I think she writes or something like no one, like no one yeah. knows what I do. And so I have, I have a whole separate circle outside of like close friends and family um, that, that understand mm-hmm. what I do. And it's important to, to learn who you can talk to about things yes. in the entrepreneurship world, because 
my family loves me. They support me. They are all there, but they do not get it. Like they don't know. They don't understand any of it. And they were skeptical at first. Uh, they, my dad was like worried when I quit my job that like, we weren't going to be able to make it financially. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's, you know, a dad being a dad, Yes. but they still supported me. They just had concerns. And if I had let their concerns get in my head, Mm -hmm. that would have stopped me or that would have held me back. But I, I had that belief and I was working on myself and I was like, no, I'm going to do it anyway. Worst that happens is I ruined my entire life. And I'll just start over. <laughs> but that fine. didn't happen. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah. I feel like that that's so true. Even my own kids, um, Sailor, my little girl, she loves watching like makeup looks mm-hmm. and she'll watch like reels and stuff like that. And I remember a time that she was watching this person that I knew. And she was like, look at this lipstick, mommy. She's like, this is so cool. And she had no idea that that's literally how I feed her. Like, that's how I take care of her. Mm -hmm. But even my own kids, Mm -hmm. it's like I've had to really open them up to this is what your mom does. You know, Mm -hmm. like your mom is training people on stages and then I make makeup videos and things like that because they don't get it. Yeah. My own mom now, like she gets it, but I feel like for so long, people are like, get a real job. Yeah. You know, they don't Mm -hmm. realize that being an entrepreneur, this is a real job. (laughs) This is the realest job I've ever had, but you're going to hear that, but you have to keep going no matter what. If you have that fire in your heart and that belief, you have to keep going. Mm -hmm. Find your tunnel vision, get tunneled in and just go, go for it. Yeah. So something we want you to remember is that if you believe that you will build a thriving business in your heart, you will. Mm -hmm. You will do it. Set that in your heart and in your mind and you will do it. And we want to invite you to revive your spirit by meditating on this specific scripture. It is Proverbs 23 and 7. I'm going to read it to you because it's so powerful. But it says, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. Because if you believe you can do it, you will. Mm. So if you want to go deeper, download our free seven day guide to revive your spirit in the show notes.